When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time to talk a bit of uh, rugby and uh, in particular a little bit of NPC rugby because I, for one, have been intrigued with the results that have been happening in the competition so far. I think it's been fascinating. I think it's been damn good as well. Uh, joined now by uh, James Parsons, of course, uh, former North Harbour Blues and uh, All Black hooker who uh, has also got a very successful show with uh, Bryn Hall and uh, Ross Carl on Sky TV as well as they look at uh, events happening in rugby. James, good morning to you. G'day, Smithy, mate. Good to be on. Yeah, nice to have you here, uh, mate. What an intriguing round of results last weekend in the NPC. Man, it, it was fascinating. Taranaki, 16, Canterbury, 10. Um, um, North Harbour, 35, Tasman, 27. Bay of Planning knocking over Auckland at Eden Park and... Taranaki uh, and Wellington, of course, losing to Northland. Man, I didn't forecast many of those. No, neither did I, to be honest. Um, especially the Taranaki one, even in wet conditions, after, you know, sort of what we'd seen in the first few rounds. Uh, Canterbury, you know, were just running hot, but that forward effort, Pariti, uh, Boucher, Soakula. Soakula really lined up. It looked like he made a personal um, challenge to himself to sort of outplay Cullen Grace, and, and he certainly uh, did that on the day. So uh, exciting, you know, turn of events for them, and I know their coaching staff and Neil Barnes and Jared Hoyata are, are a lot happier this week. Yeah, they would have had to be because they'd been battling, and, of course, Barnsley was an advocate of uh, changing the competition to uh, this style. Uh, the other one that really uh, intrigued me in pretty average conditions, um, Porirua, Northland travelling to Wellington and knocking them over 15-6. Now, that is a turn-up. Yeah, it certainly is, and it was a huge defensive effort by Northland. Um, they, they, Wellington had you know, plenty of opportunity inside the 22, sort of similar to Canterbury in a way, and they just couldn't um, get across the line. And then Northland, to their credit, they obviously rolled up their sleeve for a driving mall, but then uh, went bang, bang just before half-time and um, you know, no score in the second 40. But it's, it's those opportunities you talk about, and they only got two, and they got two, which was pleasing to see for them and look another coach um, that I was talking to regularly is Marty Veal obviously taking the forward pack and he's he's uh, fair to say he was determined to bring a real edge and steel in that pack and, and that's again off the back of you know, Jersey's 1-8 to eight that allowed them to get the victory on the day um, Other result uh, Bay of Plenty uh, knocking over Auckland, it's, it's also to be um, remembered as well there was um, some all black talent filtered back into some of these sides uh, James including RTS for Auckland but they have plenty too good yeah Caleb Trask is probably the best game I've seen him play I was actually speaking with Clayton McMillan last week and I was saying how good is you know Caleb Trask playing and just in the first two rounds and he backed it up again 
um, you know, just it's his efforts. You know, like it wasn't you know super stardom, but you know he put a kick in and he'd chase it and you know force a drop out. And, and crucial moments in the game, you know, they, they're small moments at the time, but when you review on the game, they're, they're, they're massive moments. Um, so he, he's really leading that team really well and just shows when some of these players, you know, bring Gatlin the same, um, they are the difference in, in looking at results. And when they get good minutes, um, you know, they can really show what they're about. Uh, a real uh, game of interest for you, of course, uh, North Harbour 35. Uh, Tasman 27, which um, on previous years um, would be regarded as a, a bit of a turn-up, but uh, not this year. Yeah, it's funny, a little battle with Tasman. We, they seem to always be, well, we seem to be their bogey team. Even when they're running hot, we managed to sneak past them a few times. So um, it's, it's a rivalry I know the Harbour team really gets up for. And um, I just think they played really smart. Uh, they got points when they were down in their half and you know, picking them up in, in threes. Um, you know, a lot of sides are going for those bonus points, but they're smart enough to pick up the threes, and that, that was the difference. And, you know, Bryn Gatlin, he is in some some touch as well. You know, he had a massive season for the Chiefs, really made that 10 jersey his own, and, and to see him, you know, as skipper, uh, leading the boys around, and uh, there's, there's certainly a, an air of confidence in their camp. Uh, leading the squad is a big week. I've, um, I've been... Looking at uh, the, the the way this competition is playing out, because this is a revamped version, they've gone uh, to odds and evens. In other words, if you finish first, third, fifth uh, last year in the in the standings, then of course you're going to be in the same group this time around. It, it seems as if it's balanced it out. I don't know whether it's by fluke or whatever, but it, it's it's really made to the point, James, where every game really matters and every game is very interesting. Yeah, and it, I I don't know for some reason as well. I just feel like the spread of talent. Has, has gone really wide. You even look at like your team like Southland, who have been unlucky to, you know, lose the, the games they've been in. But it just it is such a balanced comp. And, uh, you know, you, using the NRL as an example, when they have the, mind you, not based on the weekend just been, but the, the salary cap does does uh, you know keep teams even and it, and it makes every game interesting. I mean, it's certainly that way. Uh, it's most exciting. Um, the competition's been like not to say that the other years, you know, with Premiership Championship weren't, but with the one trophy and the evenness of the tables, it just brings, you know, an edge to it. And there's traditionalists like myself that will turn up and watch every game, but it's the, the exciting mm-hmm. thing is it's bringing, you know, fans in waiting, um, as they like to say, uh, to the to the game of rugby. And at a time that uh, we know that, you know, we're probably struggling for that sort of eyes on our game, so it's an exciting time for for the NPC. Exciting time and an exciting week for North Harbour, as you mentioned before, a significant week for them. It could well be because they travel to McLean Park. Uh, Hawke's Bay have been holding on uh, quite uh, strongly to the Ranfurly Shield, although Counties Monaco gave them a hell of a fright last time round. Um, what what are you expecting? In terms of a Shield build-up, what's the difference? Oh, this you don't have, you don't feel niggles, that's for sure. <laughs> The body feels a hundred on on Monday. Win, win, lose or draw the, the the previous game, and you know the focus and you know not that the the edge isn't there, but even at training, you know you're playing for a spot on a massive occasion. Um, so uh, you know there's just a natural spring and the step building into it. And um, you know I know there's a there's a bit of a battling mindset in, in the Harbour Four Pack at the moment. They're not liking that uh, people are referring to them like that, so there's a bit of chip on the shoulder um, and, and from what I've seen in that pack, you know, even in the first two days of training, um, you know, it's, it's pretty 
pretty exciting, and, and um, it, it will be the difference. Like Hawks Bay, they continue to be, um, you know, a, a dominant force in the um, jerseys one to eight and driving malls, breakdowns. You saw, even though they lost to Otago, they won the collision areas. They just they just couldn't finish the opportunities that they had, and obviously bounced back after a slow start against Manawatu. So. Make no bones about it, it'll be no different for them because you know having to defend it, it just brings the best out of both sides. And uh, you know, there's plenty of X factor in the harbour backline, but if they can't provide that front football and you know have that sort of speed of game that they've shown, um, you know, Hawks Bay will, will be really tough at home. I watched the Westlake game uh, when they won uh, their, their competition the other day, there was a pretty healthy uh, crowd there for secondary school rugby. What would winning the Shield do to crowds, etc., do you feel, within North Harbour? I just think it would bring, like, sort of what I was saying, like, when there's a tight competition, it brings people along because they're interested, they don't know what the results mean, and it's no different for our community on the North Shore. I, I remember back in 06, the first year I was in the team, and, um, you know... <laughs> We we were called the Stadium of Echoes before winning that, and then all of a sudden you know, the plans flocked to the, the parade and the games, and you know we managed to keep it for the summer, which was exciting. Um, so it, it means a hell of a lot, and you know schools and all that will you know want to touch the shield um, because it's a short turnaround to defending against counties the following week. Um, so yeah, I, I think if they do win it, you can expect a, a, a pretty big uh, crowd uh, come come the following Sunday uh, when they play counties. That would be great. Uh, and counties are a worthy challenge, I can promise you that, if you manage to get hold of it. But uh, first things first. OK, um, and uh, following on, of course, uh, after that, there's a little matter of a test match, uh, James against uh, Argentina. Uh, and finally, we're uh, we're not talking about the, the coaching setup as such and who should stay and who should go. We now know what's in concrete. Are you happy with what they've got now? Yeah, I think it gives the team clear air and, you know, I, I was um, chatting with Scott Berger around it, and he he said the, he was surprised, you know, for players to come out that firmly in support. It, it was always going to be a tough challenge to, you know, make huge change because that's normally a sign. Like if, if they didn't and, and they lost the dressing room, it could have been different. Obviously, the result helped as well. But I really like the idea of like Joe's a real technical, tactical coach. So you know, in terms of detail. Um, level of understanding that they need to go into a test match and, and clarity of mind of what you just need to do for your role um, will free them up and, and hopefully see the performance uh, that we saw in, in South Africa and, and some innovation. I, I don't think there'll be mass changes to their strategy um, straight away. You don't, you know, it's already a, a pressure cooker. So, you know, similar to when Jason Ryan came in, it was about stripping things back. And I think we'll see some innovation and, and some new stuff from set piece. Uh, strike attacks, but in terms of phase play, uh, I think those changes we'll see over time, and, and, and I suppose sort of the next four or five test matches. Did we find the answer in the front row? Uh, was it the fact that um, that this combo actually got it together and and were what you wanted to see, or were South Africa a little bit below par? Or were we duped a wee bit there, or do you like what you're seeing there? I, I really did like what I saw. Like it was, it was three guys with massive opportunities and a massive test. You know, Tyrell Lomax originally not making it in. You know, absolutely delivered in probably the toughest position on the field when you're playing the Springboks. Um, Ethan De Groot sent away, told he needed to get fitter. Well, he did that in spades, and 
you know, we didn't have it all our own way at scrum time, but, you know, they, they fought hard and held their own. And, and where they were probably the most impressive for me and, and probably led by Samasoni, um, Pakiaho, was they simplified the carry and the clean area. You, you didn't see the tips early. You didn't see um, any of the balls going out the back and we're trying to beat that rush defence. They went hard. They went fast. And because and the clean-out was so effective, by, um, those those three men or the carry was really effective from Samasoni, it meant the Springboks couldn't get set defensively, which means they can't bring the line speed, which creates space for Jordan and Co out wide. So it really does start up front and just keeping things simple. And it's no different past this this week. You know, um, Pablo Matera, obviously in the Argentinian side, he'll have an idea of how um, some of the key All Blacks want to play and also the way they want to play in Christchurch. Uh, that is a big um, success for the Crusaders. They have a style they play in, Crus- uh, in town in Christchurch and it's really hard to beat. So the fact he's got that inside knowledge, uh, I think it's a, it's a real big win for, for Argentina in the way they need to execute. But if the All Blacks keep it simple, they you know get parity at set piece. Don't need to have dominance as long as there's parity at set piece. Um, and you know you see that simplicity of carry clean, get across the breakdown, uh, get across the gain line. Uh, I think we, we should see us um, have another victory. James, in terms of the hooking role, is the is the Samasoni Tokiaho, is the uh, you know, is is the Malcolm Marks, the, the the bulky guy, the ball carrier, the strong over the ball hooker, is is he what's required these days? Look, I think it is when you play sides like South Africa and Argentina, uh, when team you know, and even France to effect, probably Ireland as well. So if you want to flip back into that top forward, um, I think he's showing a way um, that that it's done. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the hooker does that. You've just got to have guys in the pack that can play that role. And he, you know, between himself and Shannon Frizzell, they were massive. So it doesn't have to be specific to the hooking position. But I, I, based on his performances around set piece and what he's doing around the field, the energy and enthusiasm he's showing, I think he's... Yeah, you know, he he's cl- he's claimed the incumbent status of um, that hooking jersey, in my opinion. Okay, um, so would would you forecast any changes? I mean, everyone being fit, etc. Where would you go with the uh, our starting fifteen um, compared to uh, perhaps what we last saw? Well, I I, f- I felt like Richie Moong a bit the uh, brought the best out of our midfield. We only freed up Rico, got David Havili into the game, but also being able to bring David Havili into the kicking game also doesn't mean all the pressure or kick pressure or focus is on uh, Richie Mwanga. So I, I don't think there'll be too much change in the back line, and I don't think there needs to be. It's almost like you know, you're under the sort of pressure and um, intensity after the losses and all the intention of sort of finals footing. You watch all super sides or any team leading to finals, you get quite a consistent 23. And we all know that one win's not going to relieve that pressure. It's going to, you know, um, get some energy and excitement and some positivity around the team. But you know, mm. it's a it's a big test. So I don't see, I don't foresee too many changes. Um, but potentially, if they do the job really well in Christchurch, then maybe in the second outing versus Argentina. James Parsons, uh, always great to catch up. Um, uh, I'm not quite sure whether you've been in Napier at the weekend. What is your program? Yeah, yeah, I'm on, I'm on the game, so I'm pretty excited. Shield Fever is uh, alive and well in my household, and obviously my cousin plays for uh, Hawks Bay and Tom Parsons, so yeah. <laughs> the, the banter is free-flowing, so there's, there's plenty of excitement. 
<laughs> It'll be a great occasion, whatever. James, uh, great catching up, mate. Uh, all the best Saturday, and thanks for your time this morning. Cheers, Smitty. Have a good day. Cheers. Listen to this, too. Where you go? Underneath the sunshine and the big sky of the bay. <laughs> He's done the right thing, James Parsons. He's hung up. <laughs> Good on you, Ricardo. I love it. Just a little bit more as we go into the break. Just a wee bit more, please. Oh, just this part here. Oh, my God. It's joy, isn't it? Oh. Beautiful. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.